0: wish to die please raise their hands oh we're going
1: we're going sorry all righty everybody welcome back To nightmares, and do you want to sing the last part? Chill. Oh, that gave me chills. Thank you. Welcome back to a podcast where we take one iconic horror movie and one true crime (laughs) and we bring bring them them together.
0: together. Damn.
1: Wow.
0: Professionals.
1: There you go. My name is Eddie Olivares. And
0: my name is also Eddie.
1: That's not true. My
0: name is Jennifer Proles.
1: And we are your hosts. Yay. It's been a minute. Mm, it's <laughs> been a while. What is <laughs> Sorry? Sorry, Jen. Um here's a text that Jen sent me earlier. I just want you guys all to know. Okay. Let me see if I can find it real Wait, quick.
0: Which one? <laughs> I don't like this.
1: Real quick, like. Actually, I don't want to expose her. Wait, what is But it? the general consensus was I'm a little shy or something like that. And I was like, "Girl, what?" <laughs> I said, "When? <gasps> Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where? I think and why?" I considered myself
0: on the shy side.
1: Okay. No? I think maybe sometimes. Mm, okay. I don't I just maybe
0: not anymore. I don't know. I just see myself as a shy person. Gotcha. But I guess not. So we're moving on. We're thriving we and evolving.
1: That's the damn truth.
0: I'm just an extrovert now, I guess.
1: I think so. Mm. A little extroverty.
0: That's good to know.
1: Anywho. All right. What are we talking about today?
0: Tonight, we're going back to the 90s.
1: Yes, we are, girlfriend. The
0: 90s sister. And oh, no more sister, actually, because.
1: Oh, ooh. I know. Ooh. That's. We shouldn't. It's a little canceled. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, wait. I have a funny, like, story. A confession? Kind of. It is a confession. Okay. So, um, I don't. Damn it. Oh, he's shy. No, it sounds like I'm bringing this up just to talk about my birthday, but I did have a birthday this past weekend. Okay. That has nothing to do with anything. He did.
0: Trust me. (laughs) I was there. I can confirm.
1: Yes. Jen came. Eric did not. Eric didn't. He did text me and he apologized and all that. It was like a bad sound. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. Hold on, wait. It's fine. I'm over it's it. Fine. You only turned 28 once. But anyway, so my sister, one of her uh, Christmas presents. <laughs> He's already thinking ahead. I am. I'm like Jesus. Um, one of my birthday presents was like a uh, like a crew neck that said Theater Kid, oh, which cute. is Colleen Ballinger's merch,
0: right?
1: Which is under Fanjoy. So Fanjoy does like a bunch of like YouTube merch or whatever. So that was one of her presents to me it was really cute yeah so she goes oh she goes i have a mystery gift for you she goes Fanjoy had an option where you can add an extra like oh, no. an extra like like a, a mystery hoodie for like six dollars she's like so mm-hmm. i decided to do it so you get to open it so i was like okay it was a david dobrik hoodie.
0: oh i thought you <laughs> were gonna say it was a sister's
1: hoodie no. oh
0: my god what's still <laughs> i know
1: i mean she's She's cute. Are you gonna wear it? I mean, I'll wear it to like sleep. That's good. Because I do feel bad that my sister spent an extra six dollars. Right,
0: right, I get it.
1: But also, we—they're probably like get this out of exactly. here. Exactly. And she and like wait, I opened it and I was like that, and my sister goes, "Oh, she goes, I didn't know." And I was like, "No, it's okay." I <laughs> mean, it's cute. cute. It's the thought that counts. I
0: mean, um.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: You know, shout out to his family. It's really sad. But. <laughs> Like a good joke on front of me. So oh my god!
1: Oh, I didn't. Was this the last episode?
0: I think the past two.
1: Oh well. <laughs> like any bad person, like oh, shout out to their family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, like a criminal. They're like, oh, shout out to his. Family.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, so that was my um, yeah. So I guess sisters cancel. Sisters cancel. And I um, can't wear my David Vlogs hoodie. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, it's it's cool.
1: I'm trying to think of like a famous like David that like I'm like, oh, it's David swimmer. <gasps> oh my god uh, why the fuck didn't i wait what is it It says david on it it says david vlogs Ugh, so david, david Duchovny vlogs, vlogs. Ugh, i would watch that shit on repeat okay well that's my new merch that i have yay we'll make david Duchovny vlogs um for nightmares and chill merch okay oh hopefully he calls it'll us be a like complete threatens like to sue me no i there's like a lot of, so like one of my favorite shout out to this clothing brand maybe you guys can like reach out to us in the future they're called super yak or whatever and they write Um, they remember that a hat that i have that says um nominate tony colette or whatever i think it says something something like that nominate tony colette you cowards yeah um so that's where uh that's where they always do stuff like that so maybe our we can have one that's like david ducovny vlogs or whatever okay that'd be kind of precious shit
0: i'm in sisters i mean cousins (laughs) cousins
1: (laughs) wait did we talk about what we're covering Or did we just talk about the 90s? No, we stopped.
0: Okay, so we're in the 90s. (laughs) A very famous, iconic...
1: Probably one of the most famous horror movies.
0: Yeah, it started a whole genre. It
1: did start a whole genre. Tell us,
0: tell us, sister.
1: Okay, so we are covering... I don't like cousin. Uncles! Okay, let's try that. (laughs) Okay, uncles, listen up. (laughs) I'm an uncle. So am I, so we're good. Never mind. Let's not get Canceled. (laughs) Um so anyway we are covering the Blair Witchy project yay Girl. We love a little snot action. Oh, I have so many fun tidbits about that iconic scene in general. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I got to rewatch it. I haven't watched this movie in its entirety. I, I don't even, I can't even, I don't even remember. Same. It's on Netflix right now, right? It is on Netflix. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Thank God. God bless. Yes. Yeah. And you're doing something a little different, right?
0: I am. So there's no true crime about like a witch in a forest. you know weird so i made a little list for you of a bunch of urban legends okay that i think you may not have heard of maybe a couple but it's not like bloody mary and like those people this is a little more like deeper i'm
1: excited yeah some are real some are fake perfect that ties in with the blair witch project perfectly because the blair witch project isn't actually or the blair witch isn't a real myth correct it's a fictionalized myth that the writers of the movie came up with correct so that'll be fun
0: yeah and i have a little quiz for you oh my god love that! so we have a jam-packed yeah
1: it's a pretty jam-packed episode fucking
0: episode so let's dive in let's uncles. dive in
1: uncles uncles and aunties Are cute what's like the um like the ship name for uncles and aunts oh, i guess you wouldn't be shipping your uncles and aunts no
0: definitely not That's well i mean
1: incest incest is oh, wait. the
0: best yeah maybe not Wait. Not all uncles and aunts.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like,
0: if my brother and I were aunt and uncle, you would not be shipping us. But, Why not? like, we're siblings. It's illegal. And he's. It's, just go- al-
1: it's not illegal to ship siblings. Oh,
0: not to ship, but to. Like,
1: many people ship um, Anna and Elsa from Frozen.
0: Ay, that's gross. But, like, you can't fuck your sibling. It's illegal. Like, incest is illegal.
1: Not if you don't tell the cops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Sweet uncles? Home. I'm shy. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Let's get into it. I'm excited. Okay. So this is the Blair Witch Project. What if I did the whole episode like this? The Blair Witch Project in With the reverb? Oh my God. Wait. Spooky. So it is a 1999 American supernatural horror film. Supernatch. Supernatch. It was... Did we already talk about the finale of Supernatural
0: that's eric's thing i don't know we never I talked seen it yet. <gasps> what I,
1: know, I yeah i'm
0: like slowly rewatching it
1: all I've okay never, i've never seen it so i could tell i mean me. I, I mean i don't i wouldn't know what happens got but it. i know they got some cutie make cuties
0: the main two guys
1: no i like the one that's the angel oh i don't know anything about that show
0: oh wait i know him there was a shirt what's his name Cas- Castiel. castiel castle yeah
1: castle castiel, castiel. castiel. he's a little cutie patootie Misha who? Misha
0: Collins. Misha, Misha B-
1: Collins. Who's Misha Barton?
0: The O.C. Marissa. Okay,
1: thank you. They're Did not the edit? same person. No. Excuse me, quiet on set. California. <laughs> okay. So, um it was written, directed and edited by Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez. These bitches are fucking nuts. So, Damn. production of The Blair Witch project started like in 1993. That's when they had like the idea to write this movie come up with this movie wow it took a while to go into production and it went through many different script changes and all of that stuff and the really cool thing about this movie in particular is that there really wasn't a script for it. They had, like, obviously, like, basic, like, beats and, like, plot lines and, like, yeah. specific lines that would move the plot ahead. But, like, when they started casting for the movie, they made sure that in the casting notice that they wanted people who had very great improv skills and all of that stuff. Us. Yeah, well, I mean, I really do have skills
0: why'd you say oh, me On like only no all i have like bitch i'm here too
1: because you kind of made it seem like a joke and i paid a lot of money for those skills see that was improv funny Oh, Jen's upset It's just because we always talk about your talents that sometimes I feel, like, a little, like, not on the spotlight.
0: But it's funny because, like, you're the talented one.
1: Who said You. Absolutely not. Oh, my
0: fucking God. Let's not
1: get into this because I'm not here for slander.
0: It's not slander. It's slander of my best
1: talented friend, Jennifer Marie Talent Proles. (laughs) Is that not myth or not myth? It's a fucking myth. Not myth. It's true. I saw the birth certificate. Your mother named you Jennifer Marie Talent Proles.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? Ew. Oh, okay. Okay. Back to the real talent.
1: <laughs> Back to the real talent. Daniel Merrick and Eduardo <laughs>
0: Sanchez.
1: So yeah, so they, they, they did all of this, okay?
0: Good for them.
1: The original movie, like, for filming of this movie was 19 hours long. And they had to, like, edit that like it took like months to edit and it was just them too like edit, and they narrowed it down to a 90 minute movie it's so short i didn't re- realize how short it was
0: damn they really said cut it out
1: they sure did a lot of really cool stuff started because of this movie. Like as you said, it was not the first of like the um, found footage found footage genre, but it was the one that made it popular. And they actually got into um, like the I think the director of *Cannibal Holoca- Holocaust* was, yeah. <laughs> came after them and was like, "Like shut up, dude."
0: That movie's banned in a lot of it countries. Sure is.
1: I've never seen it.
0: I watched *Green Inferno* last week. Have you seen you that? Did? I did. Yeah.
1: Shit.
0: Yeah, it wasn't what I. I mean, it's just—it's
1: just a lot. The kid like,
0: from Spy Kids is in it.
1: Junie, you see his peepee. Cortez,
0: yeah. Megan Trainor's husband, yeah, you see his penis. The
1: future husband,
0: was it good? The movie, it's, um, no, his penis. I don't remember. So maybe no. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. <laughs> we apologize, Junie Cortez. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Can you well, imagine listening to a podcast and I, be like, "How's his penis?" I don't remember. I think, I think he's doing just fine. I mean,
0: I mean, he made a baby, so it's working.
1: Well, that's better than what mine's doing.
0: Yeah, and I don't have one, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, you didn't like the movie.
0: I I liked it. It was okay. Oh. Yeah, I
1: didn't hate it. Just a little wishy washy over here. Eli Roth. Hmm. But Paytas. he was
0: inspired by um. Cannibal,
1: Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Love that. Well, that director is not a fan of the Blair Witch Project. And threatened... Eli Roth. No, um, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, I'm sorry. Guy. I don't remember his name, but Whatever. he like threatened to like sue them and stuff like that which okay. obviously didn't happen dramatic oh some really cool things about the movie so first of all they filmed uh, it started filming in october mm. and the last day of production like the last day of filming like the la the wrapping day was october 31st
0: Cute. 1997
1: like how fucking cool would it be to like yeah. be making them a horror movie like during halloween i agree um it was shot in eight days which is absolutely insane as anyone who's an actor or like knows like first of all those sh- Those days are long and Mm -hmm. I can only imagine how long these days were. And to just have eight days to like scramble it all together is literally sounds like torture. And the cast, so there's three main people in the cast. Mm -hmm. They were given a stipend of $1,000 a day when, yeah. So eight days, they made $8,000 for the Blair Witch Project, which ended up grossing over $248 million. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what I would do. And and the sad thing is, like, none of their careers really took off right. after it. Because the promotion for this movie was, people claim it to be, like, the first, like, v- viral, like, internet thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... F- thought to be the first widely released film marketed primarily by the internet and um, an official website for the film was launched on June 1998 where they kind of like promoted it as the three people in this movie were actually missing or actually like dead so a lot of people who went to go see this movie were really freaked out that they thought they were watching like real life like Mm -hmm. lost video footage that's cool yeah which is so crazy like I can't even imagine how cool that is imdb also listed the actors as missing or presumed dead when you look them up um for a year that like they did that for a year and then during like um film festivals so this movie started off at sundance um and became like a sundance hit which then artisan so i don't know if you're familiar with sundance but it's Mm -hmm. like yeah so it's movies that um are um what's why can't i think of the word independent independent thank you i literally took an independent film class in college she cannot remember that name so then sundance is usually like if a movie does well then like a distributor will like make a offer to the movie whatever so Mm -hmm. artisan offered a 1.1 million dollar distribution price for it so they sold it for that and then all of that happened. But during the film festival, they were passing out, like, um f- like real life, like, missing poster flyers, mm-hmm. which is, like, so crazy. Like, it I can't is. even imagine. Like, that just sounds like so much fun. Hell yeah. So all of that happened. And, like,
0: ahead of their time.
1: Way ahead of their time. Because now that's, like, you know, like, the whole... I mean like really good movies have like really good promotions mm-hmm. behind them. Mm-hmm. And this one had like a full on working website and this website had like uh actors like as cops like doing like interviews and stuff like that. So it was like real le- like really legit um which is so crazy. So I guess let's get into it, right? Get into it, uncles, uncles and aunties. So the film starts off with a title card saying in October of 1994, three student filmmakers disappeared in the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland, while shooting a documentary. A year later, their footage was found. Dun dun. That was hot. Dun 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 dun.
0: And like I said, talented.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Welcome.
1: So it starts with the filmmaker, Heather, being filmed on a camera. So I think there there's two video cameras that they do. So it's these mm-hmm. three filmmakers. Josh and Heather have, like, a prior relationship together. We don't know what the extent of that relationship is, mm. but I guess, like, in the original script, they were meant to be, like, exes. But then, like, when doing the movie, they just said that they didn't need to, like, happen or whatever, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, so, she's being filmed, and she's showing off, like, all of her, like, research that she's done on the Blair Witch, which is this myth or this legend that they've heard about. And this is what the whole documentary is going to be about. Mm-hmm. The man recording her is a guy named Josh. And then they go pick up a man named Mike and they set off on their adventure. And Mike's kind of like the third man, like a I guess like a mutual friend. Um, Heather's not too familiar with him, but it looks like Josh and him are friends and they're all filmmakers. So they're all like in this, I don't know if they're going to, I think they are going to school for, for this. Um, but they don't really like talk about it too much. Mm-hmm. Also, it's kind of like interesting just, when i think of like filmmakers i think of really like pretentious bitches or whatever these kids really aren't that i mean they're pretentious but like i mean they're also kind of like white trash Mm. so which i guess white trash people could be filmmakers too right right (laughs) okay so um the footage is random clips of them driving so the whole film is like just like them it's like home video footage so it's really hard to like pinpoint like a plot that's happening because mm-hmm. there's no real like you know then the next shot is of it's yeah. just all random it i will say though that it does feel very like authentic and really does feel like three dumb kids you know re- doing a movie together um yes. so i will give it that yeah no seriously like we would record this type of shit So the trio do their first slate of the film in the Burkittsville Cemetery where Heather mentions that the town has an abnormal amount of children who've died, most of them passing in the 1940s, yet nobody in town seems to recall anything unusual from that time. There are several clips of them asking citizens of the small town if they've heard of the Blair Witch most of the people have and share their stories about her. Two men that are interviewed mention a man by the name of Mr. Parr, who would lead children into the forest and kill them. He supposedly killed seven of them. love that. Ooh. At one point, they interview this older man with a thick southern accent and ask him if he believes in witchcraft. And he says, no way. They then follow up with, are you religious? He replies, yeah. And Heather responds behind camera with, all righty. And then it cuts to the, like, the next interview, which I thought was very funny. Cute. Um. Oh, also, like, so the... Interview or the cemetery that they filmed at. So this is they're all like real locations, like Mm -hmm. in Burkittsville. And I guess like after this movie like came out, it was, you know, it had like a cult following. Right, it got really successful, and like fans of the movie, like super fans, would go. To the town to like Because they wanted to stay Like where the Blair Witch was And they would fuck up that t- Like the town has been Repeatedly like fucked up And like vandalized Oh my god And like I guess like The welcome to Burkittsville sign Has been stolen several times Holy Literal shit. tombstones have been stolen oh, no. Like that's fucked that's up gr- That's like that's bad Right that's, Yeah Come on y'all Yeah that's Get gross Get it together But also If no one was looking Would you take a tombstone Amy So then um one of the interviewees mentions a woman named Mary Brown who would, um, he's like, this woman like knows that the woods are haunted and all of that. Like she'll probably know about this Blair witch that you're talking about. And then he also makes a comment that she, that everyone in town thinks that she's crazy. So they end up going to miss Mary's house and interview her about her encounter with the Blair witch. And she is a little crazy, a little weird. Mm -hmm. She, um, talks about how in the woods when she was a little girl she saw a woman who was completely covered in hair like 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 sh- like a she-wolf type thing stop she also wore a wool shawl and that when she opened the 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 shawl she was completely covered like with fur so love that also a lot of the um people that they interview in the movie were like real towns people oh, that's so that's cool. really cool that's cute So, um, they end their first night of filming and celebrate at the hotel room by drinking beers and taking shots. Us. Us. Literally us. The next day, they go to the creek in the woods where they meet two fishermen. They ask him about the Blair Witch, and one responds with how he's heard of the myth, but that's all it is. A myth. The other responds a little more angrily with, you damn kids will never learn. Oh. after getting permission to be in their film the fishermen talk about a young girl by the name of Robin Weaver and how she supposedly disappeared into the woods though one of the men argue that there's nothing supposedly about it, it did happen according to the men, the girl was lost for three days but then showed up again on her grandma's porch babbling about an old woman in the woods whose feet didn't touch the ground mm. one of the fishermen talks about how he saw a white mist over the water and now and how Coffin Rock is haunted and everybody knows it the filmmakers park their car in the woods and head to Coffin Rock. So this Coffin Rock is like a little like creek in the woods where supposedly five men were tortured and murdered there. Their hands and feet bound to each other. Their torsos completely cut into and intestines cut out. Their faces had indecipherable writing cut into them. And when authorities went to retrieve the bodies, they were gone. Mm. 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 Sad. She died? Mm. <laughs> All right. after filming a scene at coffin rock the trio set up camp and um go into the woods the next day they venture deeper into the woods to find an old cemetery heather has been reading off the map um but doesn't seem too sure of where they are like they're like girl we've been walking for like a long time like that map isn't helping and then things start heating up between the friend group and then mike and josh accuse heather of getting them lost because they've been walking for hours with no end in sight heather denies this and proclaims that she knows exactly where they're going while they're walking they stumble upon seven cairns in the woods you know um or it's like um like cairns are like these like the stacks of rocks so uh and a lot of the the, those rocks were usually used for as like memorial like uh memorial purposes you know got it. But not always, but mostly, yeah. mostly that. So they, they see seven of them. Mm-hmm. So um, they end up filming them and Josh accidentally knocks one over. Heather gasps and puts it back together, stating you can never be too careful. Later that night, they're awakened by loud sounds outside their tent, which scares them all, which also makes them hostile towards each other. Which I think, you know, if you were in the woods and something like there's scary sounds Hell happening, yeah. you'd be a little grouchy. Yeah. The next morning, they head back to their car, but get very lost. Mike ends up freaking out, and the three are forced to set up camp for another night. No. No, thank you. And they don't have, like, any food. They just have, like, water from, like, the creek. Ew. Later that night, they are awakened again by the same sounds that woke them up the night before. And it sounds like branches snapping from, like, all sides of the tent. Mm-hmm. They wake up the next morning and find three cairns um, around their tent, which were not there earlier. Which is so ugly. The three are in a panic when they realize that they have misplaced their map. It leads to Josh yelling at Heather and making her cry. They head upstream for a while in silence until Heather slips and gets her feet wet. This causes Josh and Mike to laugh at her. And for a second, the tension, like, eases. Because, like, the first funny thing that, like, happened in a while. Yeah. That is until Heather accuses Josh of stealing the map. This causes Mike to go into a laughing, like like a laughing stir like he's just continuously laughing which then leads to him admitting to kicking the map into the stream the previous day because he believes it was fucking useless obviously this fucking drives both of them insane they like end up attacking him like pushing him being like how the fuck could you do this you know what the fuck is wrong with you and he's just like shut the fuck up he's like that map like didn't mean shit whatever but like still like can you imagine bitch i kill you no 100 percent.
0: this group is me you and eric
1: oh who's who
0: i'm the girl obviously eric kicked the map in the water
1: oh my god
0: and you and i are pissed
1: i mean i guess yeah um it's very intense and like the acting is pretty good it's so funny so this movie like like when it came out like and like you know everyone did know that it was acting like it got Mm -hmm. a lot of like um nominations for like the Razzie awards and like for like people like shitting on like the acting but mm-hmm. like i don't know i don't i don't think it was bad i mean it must have not been that bad of acting if everybody thought it was real true fucking haters haters so after calming down they continue to walk through the woods where they find an abundance of huge stick figures hanging from the trees ew yeah and they're like i remember watching that scene as a kid and being like Ooh, that's yeah, ugly that's ugly why who knows who Else, but you knew it was ugly you knew it was ugly yeah. also i remember my sisters rented this movie like when it came out on VHS, Ooh, and it, vhs it was so weird like they i remember like i wasn't allowed to watch it obviously and they they set it up in the living room they invited like some friends over and like i wanted to watch it so bad but everyone was like screaming so loud and like it traumatized me to like never want to watch this movie oh, which is why i didn't watch it for a long time shit so night ends up falling and the three are forced to set up camp again they Mm -mm. agree to not light a fire in hopes of not attracting any weird activity unfortunately it doesn't work out girl and the three are awakened by sounds again this time it is distinct children's laughter ew it's like disgusting though like the they're like talking and like it sounds so scary they obviously all freak out and then their tent begins shaking aggressively, like super badly. And all three of them run out of the tent screaming in fear and running to safety. They stay in place until the sun comes out and head back to their tent. They learn that their belongings have been tampered with and that their stuff now has a strange slime on it. They walk past a familiar log which leads to the three of them breaking down again because they've realized that they've been walking in a circle, which makes no sense because they're like there's no way we went the other way how are we doing this Mm -hmm. josh antagonizes heather yelling at her for still wanting to finish the documentary and mike pleads for the two of them to stop fighting he's just like you know like it's this is a serious situation now like stop worrying about the fucking movie Mm -hmm. which i get because i'd also be annoyed but also like if you already come this far like might as well girl yeah later that night the three set up camp again and all apologize to each other for the bickering and the fighting that they did that morning the next morning josh has gone missing heather and mike scream for him but get no reply they try their best to find him there but they cannot that night they camp out again and are awakened to josh screaming in agony and pain and these like screams from josh are so like ugly they try to look for him but josh's screams become more and more faint Mike and Heather theorize that it's the witch fabricating his screams to try and get them to leave their tent. That next morning, Heather finds a bundle of sticks tied with a piece of Josh's shirt outside their tent. Mm-mm. Within the bundle of sticks, she unwraps it and finds more scraps of his shirt, but it's covered in blood and hair and teeth. Okay. Also a piece of his tongue. Love that. Also, the teeth used in the movie were real teeth, donated by Josh's real dentist. Okay. Isn't that cute? I mean, We love a group project. (laughs) Terrified and on the verge of a nervous breakdown, Heather decides to keep the discovery to herself. I don't know how she could do that.
0: Honestly, hell no.
1: Later that night, Heather records herself. And this is like the iconic recording scene. She apologizes to her parents and to Josh's parents for this whole situation, blaming herself for everything that has happened. And it's like the whole like, I don't know where I am. Where there's like close up of her, you know, like when you think of the Byron Project, you think of this yes. scene. Also, fun fact about this scene is that it wasn't supposed to be like a close up. But the real actress who like did it like accidentally pressed the zoom button. And so like that shot, Ugh. like those are like some crazy, like God, you, can't, you can't repeat that. Stuff. Yeah. Um and this is like yeah when I think of the Blair Witch project I think of this. Hell
0: yeah. And it's been like spoofed so many times. Exactly. And... Did you ever watch the Blair Thumb? No. 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 Sorry.
1: Victoria used to be obsessed with that. I She's bet. never <sighs> seen the Blair Witch project but has only like seen the Blair Thumb. Mm. So that's how she knows. She needs some Jesus. She does. So they end up hearing um a man scream for help and follow the voice the voice pleads for them to follow his voice and it leads them to an abandoned house it is completely torn down and then mike to heather's approval goes inside it to investigate because he's like you know josh is in here they hear the man's voice screaming from upstairs and follow it. The walls of the house are completely covered in bloody handprints, children bloody handprints, and weird, like, s- like, ritualistic symbols. Mm-hmm. And it's just really ugly. Mike follows the voice, but an unknown force causes him to drop his camera. Heather, screaming for Mike, finds him standing in a corner. The unseen force attacks Heather, causing her to drop her camera, and then the footage ends. And that... It's the end of the Blair Witch Project.
0: Oh, I want to rewatch it now.
1: It was fun. It was a good rewatch.
0: Oh, good job. It's kind of
1: crazy because really not that much happens. And yeah. I think like if you, this movie were to come out now, you'd be like, what is so scary right. about this? Like right. literally there's not, there's not really any jump scares.
0: Yeah, it's iconic.
1: But it is iconic. And I think the whole reason why this movie is so, you know, People were so scared of it because they thought it was, like, true, like, scene footage mm-hmm. and all of that. Also, the Blair Witch never makes an appearance, so we don't even right. know if it's, like, an actual witch, like, doing all this. Yeah. um, A lot of, like, people like to theorize that this movie is really just about three people going insane in the woods, like, from you know having like manic episodes makes sense um also when the movie was uh after the distribution rights were bought Mm -hmm. from um artisan they wanted to change the ending due to like confusion from test audiences so while the audiences were scared they were kind of like wait what's what what happened like what's the ending which i mean fair yeah um so they ended up filming four alternative endings including one that um was like a lot more bloody and a lot more gory but they decided that um to keep the original ending finding that the unexplained and unknown was scarier true also they did intend to film a scene of like the witch oh like she they cast uh it was um tony collette oh my god can you imagine i want to spin off of her as the Blair Witch. Cute. Um, so yeah, no, like they had like someone on set that day dressed as like an all in white to do the Blair Witch, but the director forgot to pan left when it happened. So it just never happened. Oh my so like God. when they were looking back at the footage, they were like, wait, the Blair Witch isn't here. Oh, shit. Which again, I think is kind of cool because, yeah. you know, now we like never really know like what's right. going on. Love that. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's It's iconic. This movie's... Bond, a sequel the following year, The Book of Shadows. Did you ever see it?
0: Um, I think I, I saw the newer one. The
1: 2016 one. Yeah. So that one is also a direct sequel to this one. I think it's about like Heather's cousin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, no, not it's, good. No. no. Um, I like, I don't remember The Book of Shadows, but I do remember watching it. That movie's about like fans, like of the Blair Witch Project oh, going, that's cool. going to like, yeah. they're obsessed with like the the movie mm-hmm. and they want to like, you know they kind of like go into town and like you know recreate stuff and yeah but that's cool yeah god bless there's a lot there's a lot more to this movie i mean i could literally spend hours talking about it but we will not bore you guys with that kind of stuff
0: i mean you got the gist of it people love that shit yeah man the little facts but you did good thank you you're welcome okay eddie
1: yes ma'am before
0: i begin my portion okay of my little listy poo
1: okay <laughs> ew. Ew.
0: of urban legends Oy. i have a little quiz for you oh, because no. in my list some are real some are fake i think most of them are real okay Okay. So this quiz has a mixture of some that are real and some that are fake. Okay. And some that I covered, some that I did not. So it's your job to determine which ones are real, which ones are fake. Eric, you can play along too.
1: I didn't know I was fucking taking the SAT. Yeah.
0: So pop quiz. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Question one The Bloody Mary mirror is based on Queen Mary who bathed in the blood of virgins to stay youthful. True or not a real event? We're going to say true or false.
1: True or not, huh?
0: It says true or not a real event. Okay. Gotcha. So true
1: or false. Um, oh God, you know what? I, I, I just realized I don't know any of the backstories of these urban legends. It's
0: okay. Um, You're going to learn today, sister. I'm going to say true. True. Incorrect. False.
1: Oh, fuck. It's based next. on Lady Gaga?
0: Yes. Okay, next. The concept of a killer who bursts through a medicine cabinet, as in Candyman, is based on real events. True or false?
1: True. True? Wow, well, I love that. Isn't that gross? Yeah, that's gross.
0: Okay, you may have heard that earwigs can enter your ear and burrow into your brain. It's yeah. rare, but it does happen. Yeah. Not real.
1: Wait, no way. This That one said it's not real. Let's snope.com this shit. Because Oops. that was like the early, like I remember that being like a thing when I was a kid. And I was so terrified.
0: Me too, actually.
1: It was a big thing in Plymouth. It was it? Yeah, I think a teacher told us about it.
0: Okay, so, true or false. The main Main hermit um, was a man who lived in the woods for decades and stalked campers waiting for the right moment to snatch their belongings. Was a real person. True or false?
1: To snatch their belongings? Yeah. I'm going to say that one's true. Correct. Oh, he was stealing all them stuff.
0: Next. The legend of alligators living in New York City sewers might seem preposterous, but a sewer gator has been spotted before. True or false?
1: I'm going to say that's true. New York is the city of dreams.
0: True. (laughs) Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's them. So one Pennsylvania legend says a faceless boogeyman called Charlie No Face walks the highway at night. But the legend is based on a real person who was injured in an electrical accident.
1: I'm going to say that's false.
0: False. True.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Charlie No Face. Charlie No Face. Okay. So the corpse of outlaw... Elmer McCurdy, who died in 1911, was mistaken for a prop and displayed in a funhouse in
1: Long Beach. I mean, that's everything, but that's not true. It's true. No. Who's who's her name? Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly? <laughs> yeah, let's see that. She's Elmer. at the Nickelodeon Studios? Yeah. Wait, Eric, you knew about that? Yeah. yeah. How do you know this?
0: YouTube. Oh. He's the stand. I go down Me too, sister. Uncle, it's hard. Okay,
1: Alice. The mm, (laughs) the myth or not myth? Alice in Wonderland is a myth or not a myth? She's a real girl. She is a girl. She was molested. (laughs) Save.
0: (laughs) She's um yeah, she's the mascot for Alice in Chains. Mm.
1: Just kidding.
0: Okay. Just kidding. The legend of Cropsey, a Staten Island-based boogeyman that disembowels children who wandered to the woods, was inspired by an actual person. True or false?
1: That's false. Children's death is rare.
0: It's true, sister. <sighs> okay, the backdrop of a scene in The Wizard of Oz oh, the shows an himself? actor who hung himself.
1: False. It's like a peacock. False. I was obsessed with that, though. Like, I would watch that scene over and over again and be like, you can do that?
0: Oh, he's a stand
1: On set? that's the way to go
0: oh that's that's so cute and that was it okay
1: okay that was everything
0: good for you okay now let's get into my little list i made for you and eric
1: okay let's do it
0: the first one eric already knows which is fine how do you say it polybius polybius Polybius. the the video game it's a video game okay so this is an arcade game from the early 1980s in portland who was said to have strange effects on those who played it um, the game was called Polybius. We already said this, like polygamous, but, you know, different. <laughs> that's, a, that's
1: the game. That's the real game. <laughs> so
0: while playing, players said they felt disoriented and nauseous, and they said they grew an addiction for the game. Some players said it even gave them suicidal thoughts. The machine's cabinet was said to be painted black and that men rumored to be with the CIA would visit arcades to collect information from the game before disappearing. Some believe this game was using MK Ultra on its players. Is this accurate? About, you About. I
1: don't know for
0: sure. But I, I... Yeah. There has been no actual proof of people from the CIA extracting information from this game, but one boy did fall ill while playing it. But this person played it for 28 hours straight okay, and bitch. only drank soda. So I don't think it was the game, sisters. I don't
1: think so, too. I think that was a lifestyle choice. I agree. That did not go well. That
0: could be like any, anybody. I
1: got sick from playing Animal Crossing for like 20 hours straight during the beginning of quarantine you want to cut that out absolutely not (laughs) my island, they celebrated my birthday we saw on my island and okay so bangle she's a pop star tiger and (laughs) so she goes eddie i got a surprise for you she takes me to her house and she threw a surprise party and i legit cried that's precious and maddie she's a dog my villager was there your actual dog mm, nope i bought this villager specifically so that i could have on my island she's a little like gold dog named maddie bitch and then my other dog cherry they all celebrated my birthdays and i i was shookity shook they gave me cupcakes a pinata so you got you got some big competition competition. for this weekend
0: (sighs) fucking cherry and maddie okay (laughs) and bangle and bangle Okay.
1: Anyway, um, yeah, I anyway. think that's bullshit.
0: I agree. But okay. also, I
1: have heard of this one.
0: You have? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. The next one is Cropsey. Have you heard of this one? No. I've heard of it, but I didn't know the details. I've heard of Cropsey, kind of like Slender Man. I put them in the same category. Okay. But it's a little spookier. So, Cropsey is is Staten Island's own boogeyman. Growing up, kids often heard and talked about Cropsey, a creature who lived in the woods and hunted for children at night
1: spooky that's kind of cute I keep imagining like a super little super cute like a little slender man like in a little crop top yeah like he's like crapsy <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like the he's like the gay slender man Hello? he's like hey kitties <laughs> I'ma kill you but first off do I look cute anyway I don't think that's the case no it
0: is that's... or he only kills gay children it's accurate he oh. <laughs> it probably saves the gay children mm-hmm. if he's gay let's not see oh okay they grow up to be S- gay adults <laughs> Okay.
1: Gays cropsy. over COVID. Have you seen that hashtag? No. It's just a bunch of white gay men partying in the big, all through quarantine and the pandemic. Oh, shit. Okay. These gays do not give a fuck.
0: Any, anyways, gay cropsy, here we go. Your time to shine is now. Okay. So they're to hunt for children at night, killing them. That's sad. But this urban legend may have been started by a string of real life murders. Mm. In 1987, the same year that Guns N' Roses formed. <laughs>
1: I'm dead. Also, I forgot to mention, Eric, that the Blair Witch Project came out the same year as Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Ooh, we we knew that. I don't think you knew that. And also the trailer for the Blair Witch Project played before it. Oh, shit. That's cool. Because Star Wars was actually not, you know, like, it's not like Disney now. Like, Disney would never allow that to happen. Right, right, right. But also, can you imagine going, like, I'm excited for Yoda. Did you just see, like, (gasps) kind of love. I love that. Wait,
0: did they form 87 or did their album come out? Appetite for Destruction come out 87.
1: 87? Um, Oh, they said 97.
0: I think Appetite came out that year or they formed that year.
1: This is important, how?
0: I'm just... Or li- but lies, lies, lies was first. Okay,
1: irrelevant. sorry, Jen wants to. She get we get it, girl. You listen to this music.
0: I'm just talking to Eric. They formed in 80,
1: they formed in 84. So she's way off. What a fake fan.
0: Appetite off. came out, but I knew the fucking what a difference. a fake
1: fan. Anyways, okay.
0: Um. So in 1987, Andre Rand was convicted of child abduction. Rand may have been connected to child disappearances in the 1970s. He once worked at Willowbrook, a mental institution. Mm. He denies any involvement in other missing children's cases. But Rand's activities had an influence on the story of Cropsy. Cropsey!
1: Cropsey!
0: Okay, the next one. The main hermits, the one mentioned in our quiz, you know,
1: the main bitch,
0: the main bitch. For decades, people who vacation in central Maine's North Pond all had one thing in common. Chlamydia items that plus things items would go missing from their campsites. Everything from food, batteries, flat, flashlights and clothing would go missing um to explain this rumors started circulating that a creature of some sort was hunting for supplies in order to maintain its lifestyle love okay. that well this rumor out to be true
1: oh my goodness
0: for 27 years damn a man named christopher knight was living alone in the woods in order to survive and obtain and obtain items he needed to He needed he kept tabs on the campers and hikers and anyone who would go to visit his little
1: area. Did he live like in a house in the woods? I'm pretty sure he had
0: like a little like tent or something. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. Um, he would scope out their belongings to see what he wanted to take for himself. Knight was confronted by a game warden in two thousand thirteen and he admitted he was responsible for an average of around forty robberies a year, <laughs> oh my so God. the rumors of the hermit lurking and living in the woods were true.
1: That is so scary. With
0: actually. Knight's confession, this was proof that someone had been watching camcorders and stealing items for almost three decades.
1: That is terrifying.
0: Could you imagine? That's spooky.
1: But also, like, at least he wasn't like,
0: like, like hurting people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Violent.
1: True. Just a little klepto. Yeah, it's cute. A cute little hobby. It's kind of precious. Kind of precious. Like, um um winona
0: ryder same thing Mm -hmm. same thing so next we have the urban legend of the bunny man the bunny man the bunny man okay okay
1: have you heard of the bunny man
0: no have you no have you the easter bunny not the bunny ranch the bunny man oh
1: we love the bunny ranch
0: in virginia in the 1970s a lot of 70s Now,
1: well the 70s were fucked
0: they were pretty spooky that 70s show
1: (laughs) i don't think that that was
0: (laughs) was a joke the story of the bunny man was circulating among its residents the story of this urban legend follows an escaped mental patient who would get bunnies and hang them from a bridge underpass
1: absolutely not Mm -hmm.
0: eventually the bunny man will move on from bunnies and move on to gutting and hanging teens in the same manner
1: thank god leave the bunnies alone
0: specifically on halloween night So on Halloween night, residents were advised to never be caught near the underpass, which is now known to most people as Bunny Man Bridge.
1: This bridge still
0: exists, still has that same name. The legend still stands like it's pretty gross.
1: Yeah. I wonder how many times like fucking fucked up kids hang bunnies. from.
0: Yeah, just to be stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. On October 18th, 1970, the Washington Post reported that Air Force Academy cadets Robert Bennett and his fiance were sitting in a car around midnight near bennett's uncle's house when a man dressed in a white suit with long bunny ears appeared he yelled at the couple saying that they were on private property and that he had their tag number then he threw a wood handled hatchet through the front car window luckily neither of them was hurt
1: oh that's scary
0: right fuck that two weeks later the bunny man showed up again about a block away from his first sighting on october 31st
1: know what day that is
0: thanksgiving um a private security guard paul phillips saw a man in a bunny costume on the front porch of a new but vacant house the man was holding an axe phillips approached and said i started talking to him and that's when he started chopping taking several swings at a pole on the porch he threatened phillips all you people trespass around here if you don't get out of here i'm going to bust you on the head
1: spooky that is so ugly
0: so even though there is a bridge called Bunny Man Bridge, no bunny man has ever been caught. But the incident with the couple did happen. They even talked about it in an interview 45 years later.
1: Oh, shit. But they had a hard
0: time talking about it.
1: Like like it was too sad. Like it was too Yeah, much. it was
0: it was like traumatic for them. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah,
0: obviously. So that is the Bunny Man urban legend. The
1: bunny I've never heard of
0: this. Me either. I was like a little shocked. American
1: shook. horror story, the Bunny Man. Oh, maybe should. Watch.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of a lot? Um, the next one we have on our little list is Charlie No Face. Remember mention mentioned your quiz? Oh,
1: yeah. So yeah. I was thinking of Charlie... Where's my pencil? No, the bit Charlie... Bit my finger. Oh, that's the one. But also the Charlie Charlie Pencil oh, Challenge. Oh, the pencil
0: game. I'm so sorry. I'm,
1: yeah, you're right. But also, love that. I love Yeah, we that love was that. There's also a YouTube trend.
0: Yeah. That's an old video.
1: Charlie bit my finger? This case
0: must be dead by now, right? Oh, probably. Okay, so Charlie No Face... The story of the man with no face throughout Pennsylvania spread, up, spread among its residents. Tales of a man lurking in the dark terrifies its locals. But this story has a sad backstory, okay? Aww. Charlie No Face, also called the Green Man, was actually a man named Ray Robinson. Ray was born in 1910 and was disfigured as a result of an electrical accident at the age of eight. Ooh. He touched active wires, which caused the disfigurement. Knowing his appearance could be shocking to some, Robinson took strolls after dark.
1: Mm. I know. A little Quasimodo. Yeah.
0: I know he often walked a path along route 351 in beaver county pennsylvania while his intentions were good he did not intend to startle anyone those who did encounter robinson in the in the night started spreading stories about a boogeyman haunting the town i know he died in
1: 1985
0: that one made me so sad sad. isn't it fucked
1: it is fucked (sighs) it also reminds me i just saw a tiktok Mm -hmm. about a guy so his face is like deformed disfigured from from, um from a fire that that caused him that he accidentally started i don't remember like in the tiktok he explains how he did it but this is what's so fucked up about it his mom died from it she like tried to like help him so he lived but she died and he's like on tiktok like telling his story
0: that's really sad yeah i think i'm done for today yeah
1: it's kind of fucked right and the comments are so mean they're like Aww. they're like you killed your mom or whatever i'm <gasps> like dude like you don't oh think he fucking lives with that right. guilt for the rest of yeah. his life poor guy People on TikTok are fucked oh good anyway charlie charlie no face yeah that's sad
0: r.i.p i'm really sad that's
1: yeah that was <laughs>
0: shout out to his family
1: shout out to quasimodo hunchback
0: oh yeah he's killing it
1: he, he's dead
0: these <laughs> i never i've never seen it. i don't know anything oh,
1: about it you didn't read the book in high school no
0: remember we went through this oh, yeah. i've never i didn't read shit in high school <laughs> okay the next one kind of will touch back to a little like nostalgic time for us okay, maybe love. you i don't know slave master the urban legend of slave Ooh. master okay so back in the days of
1: aim oh
0: did you use aim
1: you didn't. before God, you're so young. Oh my God, you I t-
0: missed out though.
1: I would talk to so many strangers yeah. and to my besties. Of what course. was your aim name?
0: Um, Guns and Roses, twenty three. Okay, and then I had another one that was I Got a Jam. Okay, I thought I was so fucking clever That's with that original. One. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Um, mine was Xanadu Dude because I love xanadu It's a it's an old um eighties movie. Okay, with Olivia Newton John. Okay. And also like Peter Pan ninety three or something yeah, like that. Yeah, of course, of course. And guess which one attracted the strangers or like Peter the Peter Pan ninety three. Oh, they love that. Of one.
0: course. Anyway, so back in the days of AIM, there's a chance you receive some chain mail.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh.
0: One form of chain mail was going around was one warning you about an AIM user named Slave
1: Master. Okay. Do you have a comment? I was gonna say like I remember like do you remember like those chain messages where it's like if you don't share this to like nine friends this girl will yeah haunt you. yeah is that's what this no is? but like similar oh. like
0: yeah yeah yeah. did
1: you ever send them or were you like oh yeah I, I did i, I was like, so scared I was it's like, not mom i have it. to do this mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. risking
0: it absolutely um so letter about a user named slave master a serial killer who lures women to his home I don't like that. He went by other names like Monkey Man 935. Ew, that was my aunt, I think. Or Sweet Cali Guy Forever.
1: That was me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes he would go on MySpace Ugh. instead of AIM.
1: That's a whole That's other a whole, myth. We
0: could do a whole episode about
1: mm-hmm. MySpace. Jeffrey Star mm-hmm. got his start on MySpace. Yeah, he
0: made MySpace. Mm-hmm. Um, the urban legend surrounding Slave Master is that he's responsible for the death of 56 people all of which he met online oh
1: my god
0: well this chain mail had some truth behind it
1: shut up mm-hmm.
0: john edwards robinson a man in kansas city missouri was a serial killer who first started murdering in the 80s but in the late 90s um he would go into bdsm chat rooms looking for people to hook up with
1: oh my god
0: yeah his screen name in those chat rooms was Slave master.
1: Shut up. Mm -hmm.
0: The bodies of two women Robinson met in the chat rooms were found in a pair of, of industrial barrels on his property in the year 2000 wow after police were dispatched to apprehend apprehend him once his name kept popping up in the missing persons reports after this he was convicted in 2002 and the room re- and remains on death row to this day oh shit the slave master chainmail made its way into inboxes even after he was arrested and some were sent out as early as 2000 this is one of the rare times those pieces of chain mail actually turn out to be true
1: ew uh... Can you imagine? Oh, no! how...
0: and your name is fucking Slave Master. That's already gross enough.
1: Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah.
0: Okay, we're on to our last one, ladies. Oof, let's do it. In 1992, the film Candyman made its debut. Love Have you seen it? I've, I've seen, I've seen, it. seen it? I've never seen it's it. I've never seen it. It's good. I've heard great things about it. One of its most famous scenes involves an entity with a hook for a hand mm-hmm. coming through a medicine cabinet. The idea for this scene stemmed from a real-life incident. In Chicago in 1987, a woman named Ruthie McCoy was killed by a group of intruders who entered her apartment through the gap in the wall made from the medicine cabinet. The shabby Grace Abbott housing projects where McCoy lived were built with holes in the walls for the medicine cabinets. This also served as the only barrier between adjacent apartments. Ew. And that, ladies and gentlemen, oh. concludes our urban legends for this
1: evening. Oh, my God. Yeah. Spooky. I That Slave Master one fucked Gross. me up.
0: And the Charlie No-Face. Like, oh, oh, that one's
1: really sad. So, Even yeah. the bunny man. Like, I don't like the idea of dead bunnies.
0: Yeah, same. So, yeah, guys, that was that.
1: Okay. I want to know what was, your, like, your, um, like, what's an urban legend that, like, really scared you growing up?
0: Um... I don't really think I had one. I think I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think anything really scared me growing up. No. Like a, like an urban legend. No.
1: What, what were you scared of? Like, was there anything specific that like you couldn't go to bed about or like um, had about? She was just a fearless girl. I guess I don't. Fearless Taylor's version. I don't
0: remember ever having like hard time going to sleep. Interesting. Maybe after you know what, watching The Exorcist that scared me. Got it. So just
1: like demons
0: yeah demons we'll go yeah demons yeah. like possession
1: did you ever try any like did you ever like do like bloody mary in the bathroom or, really Mm-mm. i did
0: no
1: never happened yeah sure well love that love urban legends and
0: we love you happy birthday
1: bitch thank you very much uh i am a true 90s baby which brings me to our next portion Okay. This is the '90s. Would you rather? Oh, it will be hard for everyone, but especially us millennials.
0: Millennials
1: love that. So, because Blair Witch came out in the '90s, yep. it was a big thing. Yup. Did you watch it when it came out? Did I ask that already? No,
0: I was like nine years old or yeah. ten. Oh, okay. My uncle did tell me about it, and I was like, I want to see that. And My sister
1: like, saw it in theaters. Good for which her. Is like, That's so cool. That's crazy. Okay. So, this is kind of like um, this is like a '90s versus now quiz. So okay. you have to choose something from the '90s or something now. Okay? Oh shit! So the first one, little slave master action. Oh, would you rather have AOL Instant Messenger uh-huh. or texting? Texting. I would rather have AOL text um instant messenger. I hate texting. Um. Okay. So eighty-six percent texting, fourteen percent aim. Okay, Beanie Babies or Squishmallows? Beanie Babies. 100%. Do you know what Squishmallows are? Yeah. Okay. That one's 58% Beanie Babies, 42% Squishmallows. Hell yeah. This is an easy one. Blockbuster or Netflix?
0: Blockbuster, honey.
1: 100%.
0: Come on, dude.
1: People chose 22% Blockbuster, 78% Netflix.
0: The last one is in Oregon.
1: Mm-hmm. i want to go mm-hmm. i want merch same z's french toast crunch or mini pancake cereal
0: i haven't had either those both sound not good we'll go with the pancake one i guess okay i don't know
1: um you chose the wrong one 79 mm. percent french toast crunch sorry okay dunkaroos or nutella with breadsticks
0: Mm, never had either but I'll you've never with- had a
1: dunkaroo no but i'll go with dunkaroos because the packaging's cute yeah the packaging is cute that one's 50 50 so people oh are little- shit this one's not even like a fucking okay. Well, Spice just... Girls or Little Mix?
0: Spice Girls. What the fuck? Who said Little Mix? Sixteen
1: percent. We're gonna fight. We stand. Backstreet Boys or One Direction?
0: One Direction. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if it was Backstreet Boys or In Sync, that's a whole other In Sync. Nintendo sixty four or Nintendo Switch? Nintendo sixty four. I mean, she started it. 49% Nintendo 64 51% Nintendo Switch hmm. Disposable camera Or hmm. cell phone camera oh,
0: Fuck for the aesthetic Disposable
1: camera I mean they were fun but they always came out they were... like shit oh, absolutely. Every time
0: Just for the nostalgic reason I'll go with that
1: 100% uh, That was 19% disposable cameras <sighs> And then okay Cassette tapes or Spotify Spotify Yeah 100% um, also I wasn't really like a cassette tape. Like I think that was a little later for me. I was of uh, the same the, the CD pl- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue eyeshadow or natural?
0: Natural. Ugh. I mean
1: obvi. Um, this one doesn't give me an option to choose <laughs> okay. one. So okay. Thin brows or feather brows. Feathered brows. Thin I'm brows age you. One hundred percent. Also, why didn't we think that looked I god. don't know. Luckily
0: I was too young to fuck with my brows. Oh, thank god. Thank God.
1: You got yeah. You got good brows. I have
0: thick brows, and I have
1: to keep them that way. Okay. And Lastly, Saved by the Bell or Riverdale? Saved by the Bell. I mean, truly, seventy-eight percent Saved by the Bell. Love that. Well, you think a lot like other people. Yay. Also, Screech dead. R.I.P. What was the shout one- out to his family? Shout out to his family. <laughs> also, Riverdale. Shout out to their family. <laughs> Honestly. Did you see the l- pictures that came out of the new Powerpuff Girls show? <laughs> yes. So greenlit
0: that. Like, What's...
1: what the fuck? That
0: looks so, like, nasty. That
1: looks like a, like, you know what it reminded me of? And maybe this is going to be controversial. Sp- what? I was going to say, it reminded me of, like, a porno. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a spoof porno. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? But also, like the Cameron? power, like
0: the power cream girls.
1: Oh, my God. The, the power... power fuck girls. Power fuck girls is cute. <laughs>
0: us the power fuck girls okay
1: which one's which you're blossom i'm
0: blossom that's the red girl
1: yeah i mean eric is blonde so he oh, could yeah, be bubbles, bubbles but i'm definitely more of a bubbles you're yeah. also buttercup like she's a little bit mean yep yeah. do you hear that response <laughs> um but also dove cameron casts as bubbles that's kind of iconic Steph,
0: she should have been ariel Ooh. Or are you in a grande? Just saying.
1: Ooh, let's not. That's a really touchy subject. And you're going to get all. Mm-mm. Why? Because if you mention, like, it's just. Really? Live action, a little more. Yeah, it's because people are so racist about it.
0: Oh, uh, Well, I'm not talking about all that. Well, I, I, I could give a fuck. She's whatever I'm well, just
1: I know that but it's also it's just...
0: yeah well just to confirm it's not because Jen of is that. not racist I'm not she does not I matter I have said Ariana Grande for how long Eddie even, even before, before this girl was yeah. even casted as Ariel yeah. I have said this so don't even fucking
1: start she
0: also did Thank say you. that she
1: would cast me as Ariel I do want to did. she posted it on her Instagram I did and I still stand by that that's very nice just Thank saying you. and Trisha Paytas as Eric Air- as Ursula <laughs> they fucked up can you imagine I w- oh my god that movie would make so much and money ethan
0: klein as like sebastian
1: <laughs> as flounder
0: as flounder Flotsam and jetsam yeah truly
1: oh my god that'd
0: be cute he plays both of them
1: that'd be kind of everything mm, daddy him and um ila
0: yeah cute love love that their son can be he can be king flounder. triton
1: <laughs> oh i'm so down because then they have a feud
0: i'm so down Love that. Oh, Ethan Klein hit us up, Uncle. Ethan
1: Klein, Uncle, Trisha Paytas, Auntie. Mm-hmm. Well, Trisha Paytas is they, them. Right. So, Uncle, Auntie, Aklanti, a Ashanti. Ashanti. Myth or real? Ashanti? Yeah. She was on Sabrina
0: the Teenage Witch. She was? Yeah. The remake? In her, um, when she worked at that magazine?
1: When uh, she worked what?
0: She worked at a magazine. After college,
1: she worked at a magazine. Mm-hmm. It
0: was a music, a music, like entertainment magazine, kind of like a Rolling Stone. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. She worked. Okay, she yeah, worked yeah, at a magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That to me With didn't Punky. make.
0: Brewster or Punky was her roommate. Soleil
1: yeah. Moon Yeah, you didn't watch was, those. Was that in the interview? Was that in the documentary? She didn't talk about that at all. Oh, okay. And I was a little
0: bit like, "What the fuck?"
1: Oh, crazy.
0: Yeah, and her roommate was also Amber from
1: Clueless. <laughs> whatever Da-da-da, love that we stand clueless we
0: stand
1: well, wow, guys that was an exciting 90s episode like. <laughs> we love that remember the 90s yeah I was there I was a baby but you were born in 1991 mm-hmm. 1990 I meant like you were one like a one down in a hole yeah <laughs> jesus okay do you want to talk more about alice and Chains? We, i didn't mean to cut you off No. Earlier. like we
0: could but it would be like a lot okay I mean, Love we're, that we're good i think
1: i think we're more <laughs> than good i think
0: all right everybody
1: where can you find us you can find us oh <laughs> you can find us now on tiktok oh my god you guys jen texted the group the nightmares and chill group chat and said i mean we have a tiktok and i was like Oh, she was busy today.
0: Yeah. So you can find us on TikTok Nightmares at and Nightmares Chill. and Chill. One L. No, I fixed it.
1: Oh, really? Two. Oh, shit, You guys, we got the budget.
0: We are on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram also at Nightmares and Chill. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at Nightmares Chill. Mm-hmm. You can find Eddie on Instagram at Disney Nerd Eddie. And you can find me on Instagram at Jennifer X Pearls. And you can find Eric on Instagram, Ebrooks underscore 93. Oh, she
1: got the new stuff. 95. Oh, 93. And what a fake fan.
0: And that's that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Nightmares and Chill. Good night.